Welcome back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself, a stand-up comedy podcast based in Greenville, now based in Astoria, New York, uh, featuring stand-up comics and anything and everything. Welcome back. It's the week of July 31st, 2023. Happy almost August. I hope you guys are having a great summer. Hope you guys are staying cool. It is hot as hell here in New York. Um, as you can see, we're starting to unpack. I'm starting to like make this into like a studio. Don't have any chairs yet. I ordered some. Uh, so it's coming together. Starting to feel like home. Thank you so much for continuing to support the show and listen if you are listening um, or watching. And um, yeah, we're going to have more New York guests on soon. If you have any suggestions for what you want the show to be or you, what you want to see, please uh, let us know. Um, this is uh, the third bedroom and uh, yeah, space is at a premium, but we're making it work. I was really nostalgic uh, when we started unpacking stuff because I got all the knickknacks that I've acquired from past podcast guests and uh, yeah, I want to continue to acquire more as we meet more people. New York's starting to feel like home, which is a relief because it has been chaos the last several weeks, just getting to know everything and, and moving around. But I'm happy to still be here. We're excited for a, a great week of comedy. I hope you are too down in the Carolinas or wherever you are. Uh, we have a, uh, a guest today that is um, spotlighting a show coming up this week. So um, in the Carolinas. So very excited for our guest today. Our guest this week is famously Robin. That's our, uh, that's her Instagram handle. Famously Robin. Um, Robin is going to be on a show this Saturday. And first of all, an explanation, like I, I just met Robin through this interview, but um, we're, uh, we're mutual friends with a South Carolina-based film producer and screenplay writer, Corey John. So check out Corey John's stuff. He's involved with a lot of productions, movies, screenplay writing in the Carolinas, um, uh, a lot of local productions, does great stuff. So check him out. Robin's also from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. And again, the reason she's on today's show is to promote this live show that she was cast in that's being produced by Corey John. The show is called The Laugh Supper. This is taking place this Saturday, August 5th at Suite 66. This is uh, 9221 Two Notch Road in Columbia at 7 p.m. The show is produced by Corey John as well as Trevor Biggs Ashford. Um, the show is described online as a... Uh, it's going to have great food, number one. Sketch comedy, improv comedy, music, crowd participation is described as SNL meets Wildin' Out meets Whose Line Is Anyway. It's going to be a great time. So check it out. Uh, tickets start at $45 and includes a full dinner. Everything's included. There's going to be a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. I don't know if it's all you can eat, but if I were going, I would eat as much as possible. Um, but yeah, you should definitely check this out. It's a great way to support local arts and entertainment. Uh, ticket sales will help keep productions like this coming to the great city of Columbia while helping aspiring comedians and actors gain platforms to display their talents. So awesome show. Check that out. Uh, Robin's great. And there's a bunch of other funny people on the show. So I hope you check that out. Check, um, again, tickets and details are linked below. So this episode, we get to know Robin, and um, Robin, uh, she does comedic and dramatic acting, and she's been doing it since high school. Um, she uh, she does script writing. Uh, she's done commercials, TV ads, radio ads. She was in the 2020 horror film, Melilla. Um, she has a day job in sales. She's a mother of three, um, and she's just a delight to talk to. So on this um, interview, we hear... Uh, a little bit more about the Laugh Supper show um, that's happening this Saturday. And uh, we also get her background and, and journey in uh, improv, dramatic acting, and stand-up. She tells us about stand-up. And she did her first stand-up open mic three weeks ago. And we compare notes on what stand-up is like versus improv and, and um, different aspects of uh, what's challenging and fun about both. Um, we talk about her outlook and mindset on acting and comedy. I really like her mindset and it's a similar mindset of like what, what I think I have, or I think a lot of local comics have. It's that, um, you know, you can, you can do comedy and, and artistic expression and, um, at a local level, there's really no barrier to it. Um, and the mindset of making it or not making it, like it's great to aspire to, to be famous or do things like that. But, um, there's, there's so many opportunities right in your own area to just plug in and just go for it. Who cares? Uh, keep your day job and continue to do what you love on the side. There's plenty of hours in the day. Um, 
She tells a really great story of her high school drama teacher encouraging her and giving her opportunities, which inspired her to continue throughout the rest of her life and how those little bits of encouragement can really um, can be life changing. Um, we talk about uh, how things she instills in her kids about going after your dreams. She has uh, two autistic children and one with mild uh, cerebral palsy. Um, and, and raising them and teaching them to not let any barrier stop you and follow your dreams no matter what. I, I love that message. Talk about her favorite, uh, our favorite movies. Her favorite movie is The Empire Strikes Back with Yoda. And I love Yoda-isms. I haven't thought about Yoda-isms in a while. Tell me your favorite, you, I don't know if you want, but tell me your favorite Yoda-ism. Like hers is, remember when Yoda's talking to Luke in the swamp there, and he says all of his life he looked away to the future, to the horizon, never his mind on where he was, hmm? what he was doing dude i love that good lesson from yoda and staying in the moment staying focused on what you're doing and um and not being a, only a dreamer um so anyway i really had fun on this interview hope you enjoy getting to know robin follow her at the links below and check out the laugh supper this saturday all right that's it for the interview intro i um I, again, not going to shout out the local comedy shows for the week, but follow Greenville SC Comedy on Instagram. They shout out all the local shows. Um, and uh, yeah, hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope you enjoy my interview with Robin. Here it is. Testing, testing. I think this is working. Which background do we feel? Hello, Hello. Robin. Hi. Can, you can hear me? Can you hear me? I, okay? Can you hear me okay? I can. I can. Yay, very good. <laughs> you, have you done Zoom before? Yeah. Yeah? You ever mess around with your backgrounds? Yeah, it's been a while since I messed with mine. Let me see. Let's yeah. see. Ah, hang on. Get the glasses off. Where is the backgrounds? I can't even find them anymore. Are Here you we go. The Brady Bunch is a story <laughs> of a lovely lady. It only gave me none and blur. Oh it. yeah, I had to download all of these off the internet. I was bored, oh. so I downloaded all of them. Okay. Oh well, so much for that online. But okay, okay. let me see if I can get out of here now. <laughs> no, don't allow. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> They're like, you want to do your photos? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put up any private photos or any anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got a ton of inappropriate photos I do not want to put up. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just oh, kidding. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> or igu whatever that thing is in the background. Oh yeah. A llama? Llama. There you go. Oh, you make that face. Mm. <laughs> He's gonna spit at you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um we could we could just get started, just the two of us, and then how about this? If um if Trevor Pops on, we'll just include him in the conversation. Yeah, I was informed. I thought it was tomorrow at four, and then I got the link and it said today at three thirty. I'm like, oh, okay, that actually works better. But I'm glad yeah. to know. <laughs> so I don't know if he got the same information or not okay. either. Okay, well that's all right. Um, yeah, we can knock it out a little early. That'd be fine. Right. So, um. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Robin, welcome to the show. This will be the beginning. We may or may not include that be the other beginning part, but it's so nice <laughs> to see you virtually. How are you today? I'm good. It's hot, but yeah, it's good. Everything's it's hot? Good. Yeah. Yes. So I, I just moved. I'm in New York. So you're in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Is that right? Yes. Okay. What's the What's the temperature there today? It is like 97 with a heat index of 103. Oh my gosh. I'm going to change it to this background. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, I uh New York is uh, is a little chillier today. It's um Oh gosh, I guess we're at 88 today. So it's hot oh. everywhere. Global wow. warming. I don't know. Um sure. But um, I'm really, I'm really happy you came on. I um, so for for this interview, um, I I had a conversation with Corey John, uh, the lovely director, um, and he said that you were involved with a a show that you wanted to promote or he wanted to help promote, um, the Laugh Supper, yes, slash the Last Supper. It's uh, play on that, I think. So 
I was like, wait a minute, isn't that a holiday in the spring? He's Is, like, no. For Easter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not sacrilegious. It's a last no. supper. Jesus would have no issue with laughing, I don't think. No, he would not have any issue. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, the la the Last Supper, how you know Corey, and, and what that's all about? Okay, well, very good. Well, actually, uh, I know Corey virtually because <laughs> we did virtual auditions, and it was kind of by accident that I got cast because I'm accidentally funny. <laughs> okay. One of the one of the things that they said I got cast on, I was actually being serious, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like. Hey, that'll work. <laughs> Wait, so, so he he auditioned you for a role. You were supposed to be serious. You tried to be nope. serious, but they thought nope. it was funny. Funny, and I was serious. <laughs> and they thought that was so funny. Right. Okay. What was the? What was? The, I'm sorry to stop you, but I, I like to. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, what role were you uh, auditioning for? Well, it was we're a troop of about six to eight. So any of the female ones, it wouldn't have really mattered. And one of the um, I think we were doing a game. Yeah, we were doing a game. And I had another actor that we were role playing with. But that person had technical problems. And I was like, what in the world? And then I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you repeat that? And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, that's awesome. You like brought it into the whole thing. And I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. Kind of what you do as an actor. <laughs> right. So, so, you, yeah. so you needed him to turn up the volume. Can't hear. Oh, my gosh. And, right. uh, and this is an improv troupe, right? That's what you're right. talking about? Yep. So we, literally everything goes with the flow. You're just like, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> we know what's going to happen, when or what. You're just like, wow, okay. Let's just yeah. roll with and you have yeah. to accept whatever happens. You can't be like, no, I don't want to do that. It is what it is, right? Like somebody introduces something, you have right. to accept and build on You're that. Like, oh, right? no. <laughs> Remember, you have to say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> yes, and. Exactly. And I'm I'm kind of the oppositional defiant anyway. I'm like, oh, remember, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> In real life, you like to be like, no, I'm not putting up with that. I'm talking about. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, but so very cool. So you audition. Oh, we have a mix and improv and audience games. It's like Saturday Night Live meets Wild and Out meets uh, Who's Lying in it? Is It Anyway? A little bit of Wanda, <laughs> like in yeah. Living Color. So we got a little bit of everything. It's a lot of fun for sure. Okay, awesome. Where is this event? And it's um, it's in Columbia off of Two Notch Road. Um, it's in the Suite 60. It's right. I know you don't really know the area or if you do. Kind of do. Move. Okay. It's over by Big Lots over there. Okay. So off Two Notch Road towards Sand Hills. Okay. Because there's like several areas in Two Notch and there's actually, and this is in Columbia, not Lexington. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and how much how much are tickets and where can people get tickets it's 45 dollars for tickets includes dinner yay oh so nice you, yeah there's like spaghetti or some kind of pasta i think there might be some choices where mm -hmm. um that's probably an improv thing too that like just be ready for some kind of italian food <laughs> yeah maybe you could throw food at them or they oh. could <laughs> i'm just kidding this is not so, true or you yeah. could, or they could throw food at you guys if they don't <laughs> We'll go with it. <laughs> they have to say yes. If you throw right. spaghetti wow. balls at the performers. This would be such great red hair for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look like Raggedy Ann, a doll or something. Exactly. Yo. No. And the other question, I have blonde and gray hairs, I forget. Oh, well, I think my other question was, how did you know Corey? And that was for auditioning for this, because Corey John puts on this event, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And I, this is, from my understanding, this is the second year. So okay. exciting. Gotcha. Very cool. So improv, I really, I really love that you do improv. It's something that I've like wanted to do, but haven't been brave enough or just had the time to like commit to. But um, we talk about stand up comedy on this podcast a lot because most of the people are uh, stand up comics. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, I guess one of my other questions is, have you ever done stand-up comedy and um, in any open mic capacity or any capacity? So that's actually funny that you asked that because I'm a theater actor and mm -hmm. I'm mostly 
comedy, like everything's already written, you know. I don't even look at the audience, they just kind of laugh, you know. But um, I actually, I was like, wow, I got to prepare for this. So I did my first open mic about three weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. And- <laughs> yeah. And I was asking around, I'm like, where's the best place to bomb at? <laughs> <laughs> and so somebody told me and I went there and I was like, oh, wow, there's only comics here. I guess that is a good place to bomb at. Nope. Where did you uh, go? Um, the joint on North Main Street. Ah, uh, yes. So you saw, I don't know if Michael Garrick is still there, but I, 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 I've been to the joint. I performed there many times. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my first time, and um, and everybody's asking me how to go. I'm like, I gotta work on my material. <laughs> <laughs> did did uh, what? So what did you talk about? And tell me about how it went. Like how did how did it go? Um, relative to maybe when you go on stage to do improv, was, was there anything that surprised you? Like, was there anything that was different, or um, did the improv experience uh, prepare you is- for what you did? Oh, everybody makes assumptions about how you look <laughs> and like your political beliefs, your religious beliefs, um, yeah. your general just, dis- you know, disposition. And I was like, I'm going to confuse all of y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I gave a little background on that. And then I talked a little bit about my kids because um, kids always have a really good material. <laughs> yeah. And just gave a little bit of um, background about my work because I also work full time in a call center. So oh, <laughs> just gosh. little snippets here and there. So, oh. yeah. Well, that sounds like um, a fantastic first set. Give you a taste of everything. Shatter their yeah. expectations. What do you think people thought about your political affiliation? Do you think they thought you were Republican, Democrat? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm none of them. None of them? <laughs> None of them. I'm like, I'm an independent voter and woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have that a little bit, too. I think people see uh, straight white male. They assume I'm, I don't know, at the January 6th stuff. Right. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like, have a I don't have a problem with Trump. I don't have a problem with the Democrats. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm an ally. And y'all already judging me, and you didn't even know it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I don't know if I'm an ally. I'm pretty dumb to be an ally. <laughs> I don't know a lot I, about women. I, I think love reigns, and you know, and I love the colors and everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think uh, at the end of the day, love is. Uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, love, love what you do. Love other people. If you're doing that, I don't have much else to, yeah. All the other stuff politically is very, I don't know. It's, it's energy sucking to me. I don't. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, I got better and bigger things to do. Let's laugh. Let's do that. (laughs) Yeah, for For sure. sure. So, um, you, uh, so have you, have you been on stage since for, for stand up or did you do it that one time? And then you, that one time. And then, um, I was going to go, well, I was, I'd like to check out the venues before I actually go on. And so I went to the art bar next. There's 23 comics. I'm like, holy cow. Yep. Yep. And I, but they're all very good. Um, and it was a good night, good audience. So that was good. And then um, the next one I was trying to check out was the Capital City Cornhole, but they were closed that okay. day. Okay. So, and, um, so we'll see. They, I don't know if they have anything going on tonight or not. I'll have to check. Okay. Um, yeah, these are but, some great shout outs for the Columbia mics. And I, I had shouted these out before on episodes, but the, the joint is every Monday at 8, mm-hmm. is it 8 o'clock? 7? 8.30. 8.30. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for Greenville and uh, Asheville people, if they're listening, that's a fantastic mic that Robin mentioned. And then Art Bar um, is an awesome mic. Tuesdays at 8.30. Patrick yeah. Fowler there. I always yeah. loved Art Bar. Uh, I didn't even really get a chance to talk to Patrick because it was so packed. Uh-huh. I, I have to find another time to talk to him. <laughs> so. Yeah. That that room is is really a luxury. Um, there's there's always audience. At least every time I went, there was audience members and people yep. from the Columbia area, um, students, and a good mix of people that come every week. 
Um, there was a good group too, good age range. So that was awesome. Yeah. 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 There's, there's really, yeah, there's, there's young people, middle age. There's yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really like the vibe there. It's like a, they call it art. Yeah. Art bar, but they have like robots. They have pinball machines, old Mm -hmm. school video games, um, very alternative kind of interesting decorations. And, um, Uh, and it feels like it's like a red hue. It's like orange colored in there. Right. (laughs) And, uh, which is kind of fun. You can be inside or outside. So that's a lot of fun. Yep. Yep. So definitely check out the, uh, the art bar. That's good. Um, so, uh, tell me about your, uh, your family and, and your, your kids and everything. Well, they're, um, one of them is not a child. She's an adult now. She's 19 years old. Okay. And then another daughter that's 16. And then my son is about ready to turn 13. And they're the best kids ever. Um, But we, um, the two girls have autism and my son has mild CP, but we don't let, or that's called cerebral palsy if people don't know what CP is. Mm -hmm. But we don't let anything stop us. And so we go after our goals and everything and our dreams and it's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So you instilled that in your kids at a young age to to go after their their dreams and their passions? We're all going after our dreams. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And we have our own spirit. We love to laugh. One has a slapstick sense of humor. Another one has a dark sense. Well, actually, two of them have a really dark sense of humor. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, no way. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess you get that honestly. <laughs> yeah. What dark and how they joke about things like death or uh, sickness or. Right. Exactly. Like, I'm going to kill you and eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun getting to your good places that you wanted to go. You're going to walk. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> so. Yes. I'm a sucker for dark humor, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. I mean, I, yeah, I have topics on, on cancer. Uh, oh, yeah. Very edgy. Not a good place to go if you want the audience to like you. But sometimes, well, you know, you can't I- help. Do something on that because I'm a cancer survivor too. I just didn't even think about it. I was like, um, but I, I mine's a little different because I just had a little tiny little tumor. I didn't have chemo, I didn't have surgery, I didn't have radiation. So I kind of feel like I copped out, but I caught it really early. Like yeah. they caught it earlier. So I'm like the poster child for go get checked. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. For sure. What was it, if you don't mind me asking? It was colon, colon cancer, little oh. little tiny carcinoma. I was just ca- having pain and problems. And they're like, Well, that's you know, I mean, and I was 38. They're like, You're too young to get like a colonoscopy. Yeah. I'm, well, if there's nothing, there's nothing. But if there's something, we better go ahead and get it. Um, and apparently legally he had to kind of give a little pushback, but he had done studies on young people, you know, about my age having yeah. cancer the young age so um i'm like well we got to find out because i hate this pain i don't i'm wimpy <laughs> i'm too yeah. wimpy to pain. so he did that and i actually had diverticulitis or however you say that that was what was causing the pain but that um because of the colonoscopy that's where he found it and mm-hmm. um and if i hadn't advocated for myself um you know it could have been stage four and I wouldn't have even known it. And, that, you know, before time. So. That is a great message for people. Uh, advocate for yourself when it comes to your own medical care. Uh, don't 100%. be like, I'm not going to the doctor unless I'm dying. Like, you don't yeah. want to die. <laughs> you yeah. So. You need to ask them to do stuff. I, I think um, what you, your experience um, is is similar to what I've experienced in that. They won't always recommend a test if you're outside of the range that's recommended because the tests are expensive. They're trying to get costs down and there's certain laws and regulations around or protocols. And unless yeah. you insist, sometimes they won't do it. I had um, back surgery in 2020 and it was a ruptured disc. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Do, you know, do you know about I- that a little bit? I have a myriad of problems, but yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, the initial recommendation was just get an x-ray. Um, but an x-ray will only show the bone structures. They, they will not show soft tissue, um, which is what the disc material is. And that's what the problem is. So you get the x-ray. It comes back negative, which you're fine. And you're like, still in pain. This I'm did still not in pain. Right. <laughs> and I had to go to my primary care doctor and, and tell her what my symptoms were. And she had to insist on ordering the MRI because they don't automatically do that because the MRI is so expensive. And I sure paid MRI out of pocket. You did? Well, I had help. Thank God for my works, um, like insurance and also healthcare savings accounts because mm -hmm. I, I healthcare savings account for it. But yeah. I, yeah, I had to do that too. And then, um, yeah, it's been a mess. <laughs> so yes, it's good to advocate for yourself. Um, I got kids. I had to live forever. So I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> this is yeah. a good question. I like the, so if you could live forever, if I gave you a pill and that you would live forever, would you take <laughs> the pill? Um, <laughs> I tell everybody I'm a vampire anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Robin? A thousand? Like what? Yeah, yeah nobody knows. <laughs> um, so I'm 48 and, um, I didn't realize I was the old person of the whole crowd. <laughs> They're all babies. <laughs> yeah. They probably honestly didn't realize it either. <laughs> but yeah, 48 not old. I don't think so. No. But, um, but yeah, they were talking about what year they were born. I'm like, your high school year? They're like, no, the year I was born. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year was our 30th high school reunion. Talk about flipping us out. <laughs> how did, how did, you, how did you feel going back? How many people from your high school class came? Well, so I'm not from South Carolina. Um, I'm actually from Utah. So shout out to Utah, Roy. Mm-hmm from and um so somebody did post on facebook their class of 93 in their reunion when it was i'm like oh my god i forgot <laughs> <laughs> so and i'm like why didn't somebody contact us i'm like let me just do a search so i did a google search nothing showed up i'm like i bet they did it on facebook so i searched facebook and yeah that's exactly what they did and that's all they did right <laughs> a facebook group together i'm like y'all can do better about this but I think we had a huge class, mm -hmm. uh, probably around 600 people or so when we that graduated. But I know I don't even know how many really went, probably 150 or so, something, maybe 100. I'm not sure when. But we all um, on the Facebook group, the ones of us that found it, um, we are put a, posting little updates like oh this is what we've been doing ever since and you know and all that so yeah, you gotta brag on there you gotta go exactly. on and be like i'm doing better than all of you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding but like i felt like my dad would do that um you know i don't want to out i guess out I, my dad I, I <laughs> my dad is 60 three now but he would go back to his high school reunions and his goal was always to look better than all of the people that Everybody. Were yeah he's trying to look good and then also have stuff to brag about like yeah my company's doing this and you know my family my kids are doing good so exactly. it's important you I'm gotta flex at the reunions exactly i actually still keep in contact with my high school drama teacher oh yeah oh that's yeah. great yesterday <laughs> talked yesterday uh-huh yep. Okay. So, so, yep he's doing what he's doing amazing she was like my second mom she's the one that gave me the confidence actually it's kind of funny because she gave me leadership opportunities because she saw that was um more of my talent at that time more of my talent than i was trying to do drama the whole time mm -hmm. <laughs> okay serious stuff and um and she always said well you know comedy's harder so i never even tried comedy it wasn't until college that i got accidentally cast because i was terrible at i did a bad audition mm -hmm. uh for the freshman audition for the senior projects okay and one of the seniors was gone during that audition and she was scrambling for actors and i was one of the only ones left <laughs> okay so, 
right. So me and one of my friends, um, we both got cast and um and it was a romantic comedy. And um I'm like, what's going on? Why are these people laughing? And one of my other friends from high school, she's like, That was awesome. I'm like, it was? She goes, Yeah, you're like a Meg Ryan type person. I'm like, Really? She's oh like, my yeah. gosh. That's so yeah. great. So you were funny by accident. Like you didn't expect the laughter because you was it because you were used to dramatic roles and that's exactly okay. And I was just yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Is there anything you could tell us about that role and what your character was, or just roughly what the story was? There was some physical humor and stuff, and I'm kind of quirky anyway. So, um, just and it was like it's a little rom com. So she's like sneaking around, <laughs> you know, doing little things and doing a lot of physical humor, and then just like um, I don't really remember it a lot because it was so long ago. But um, I was like, wow, I'm actually good at comedy. And then after that, I started auditioning for more comedy. And then I started realizing exactly what roles I could do. So I started picking them out. And every single time I picked out a role um, that I felt like I could do, I pretty much got it. So, yay! So it felt very very natural to you doing the physical comedy? Yeah. Like you just kind of knew how to do it? Like... Yeah, it just came naturally. I also, when I was in high school, worked in a haunted house as an actress. Okay. And so horror comedy is, or it's not comedy, but horror timing is the same as comedy timing. And so I would, uh, I would always like do the little um, scare tactics, you know, like the oh no, I got <laughs> you know, like ah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. I. So- and it came naturally. It wasn't hard. So that's what surprised me because I'm like, this isn't hard. <laughs> I was just remembering what my drama teacher saying that comedy yeah. was harder. I'm like, well, if you actually have it, it's easier. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard people say that too um, about stand up or comedy is uh, if you can do comedy, drama is, is easier. Yeah, harder. Harder? Harder? Drama was much harder for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard sometimes, like, it, well, I guess I'm making the opposite point maybe for this. But <laughs> if you can act comedically, drama can be easier if you're playing something you, you're kind of in touch with. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you see guys like Adam Sandler that can act really well in a dramatic That's, role. And, um, one of the things I realized with drama that I never did in high school was to connect on a deeply emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exhausting to me now. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and plus, I tend to get in my roles a lot, very, very much sort of a method actor type thing. You know? <laughs> and I intend to live in that role a little bit. And um, once I realized, like, with the dramatic, Oh no, let's laugh. <laughs> let's do some of the comedy. Yeah. So Yeah. You broke yeah. up for a second there, but I think I got the uh, Um you, uh yeah, I think I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what what part, so <laughs> Yeah. Um it was just about switching like going back and forth between comedy and, and dramatic role and uh if you do method acting where you're really engrossed in the character um, I could see that being very um, yeah. exhausting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I uh, There was one role that Corey John uh, asked me to do. I haven't done a lot of acting. Um, I, mean, I don't think I'm very good at it. So it's, it's, but um, I remember the role. It was uh, really hard. Um, I had to play a teacher that was racist. And- oh, yeah. <laughs> And I had to come down pretty hard on the, I was playing a high school teacher and I had to come down on this uh, uh, girl who's black and um, for cheating on a test. And that was the scene. And I mm-hmm. remember um, having to get in my head about being this guy because I wasn't this guy in real life. But I was like, I have to like really think that I am this guy and I have to memorize the lines. That was the first thing they told Right. Actor friends told me was memorize the lines so you don't have to come in thinking like you um 
thinking about anything else. Like you should just be right. ingrained and then you just think about being that. Mm-hmm. And uh and it was hard. I was I was like shaking after I did it because I was like, this was like I don't know. I had to get so amped up to to be that other guy and try and make it believable. Right. But it was a rush. It was definitely a rush. And it was a different rush than I had ever felt doing stand-up. Um or any, you know, stage stuff. Right. One of the um I did a film um and it's coming out um sometime next year, still in post-production. And it was kind of funny. This isn't comedic that I'm doing this one at all, but um in it, um, it was kind of funny. I wasn't supposed to have any lines at all. But then the director saw I'm also a writer because I do, I do script writing too. And he's like, hey, I want this character to have lines. And would you like to write them? I'm like, wow. oh, yeah. That'll help me remember them too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so um, I was like, well, can I have, you know, like a writer's credit too? Mm-hmm. So first film having a featured role it's not very long but i'm the only one in the scene yeah also a writer i got a credit for my lines so i'm like yay fantastic yeah so that was how how many pages of dialogue did you write for yourself uh a paragraph (laughs) one paragraph okay okay so like a minute of dialogue or less Yeah. yeah okay I, I love that. Um, so yeah. you, you've written scripts before. That That's very mm-hmm. interesting to me. I, I um, copy mostly. I do the short stuff, <laughs> like the radio ads or the little shorts. Um, mostly those are radio ads or like if you have small business owners that have little cartoons, like little animations, I write those and everything. And then depending on if they want me to do the voice acting, I'll do the voice acting for that too. These are like for commercials? Mm-hmm. Well, it can be like usually small business owners just put it on their website or a little social media stuff. And then I have done radio ads and I've also done radio imaging where like um where you'd be like, hey, 93.7 yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um and just different things. So the um it's been kind of fun because um I've been able to do radio, film now, stage theater, and comedy now. And the only thing I haven't done is TV. <laughs> so, but I was like, wow, this is fun. Once I realized, I know my name is famously Robin, but I actually didn't for a long time when I was a kid, teenager, I want to be famous. But once I realized, hey, it's just work or fun or whatever, then um, just realize it is what it is. Keep your regular job and you can do projects on the side. You know, yeah. every creative thing is just a project and it doesn't last forever (laughs) so i got that mindset and just started getting involved and been having a lot of fun ever since yeah i think that's a great mindset to have there doesn't have to be like a set destination of like just have fun (laughs) just have fun as long as you're having fun Um, i mean there's different levels of making it and and for sure it'd be nice to like hey as long get paid something then you're a professional professional. (laughs) right not paid can't take it back exactly (laughs) yeah um so you said you you started at a young age where you kind of wanted to be famous and then Mm -hmm. you kind of shifted your uh mindset how old did you say you were when when that shift happened when the shift happens Mm Well, I went to college twice. <laughs> so probably the second time and when I got married and had kids and then divorced. And I'm like, hey, you know, you only live once. Just go ahead and have fun and do all this stuff, you know. And since I realized it wasn't going to take up all my time, right. I'm like, well, you know, then that's going to be fun to do. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was probably about my 30s or so. Something oh, wow. like Okay. Yeah, that that may be a common thing for people to realize in their 30s. I started stand up at 31. Mm-hmm. And it was uh uh similar in expectation I think of not I I mean I I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to be famous if people loved what I do, but I don't think that's I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't the goal. It was more so Starbucks and not be recognized now. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there's a part of me that would want to be recognized. Like, oh, dude, that's cool. That's David. You know, that's Robin. That's pretty cool. But uh, I don't want to sign autographs. I'd be the meanest person. (laughs) I would sign every autograph. I would sign babies' faces. I would sign whatever. But can I give you a stamp? (laughs) (laughs) I'll stamp it. Yeah, I'll stamp your. Yeah. Campus. I can't see tired. <laughs> right, right. I uh but no, when I started in my 30s, I was like, I realized we I had extra hours in my day that I was yeah. just doing nothing with. I was watching The Office. I was oh no. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, you know, watching TV shows on my phone. I was drinking back then, so I'd be like, Oh, I'm bored. I guess I'll drink with friends and oh, yeah. hungovers and that one. And I didn't really have any real hobbies or, you know, yeah. and, uh, is like he being bored? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, mm-hmm. you know, you understand there's, um, and this is, that's kind of what this, this show is about in a lot of ways. Cause it's about local comedy. Like there's a whole world of local stuff for people to plug into. It doesn't have to exactly. be stand up. Could be improv, could be script writing. Yeah. All kinds of arts. There's, mm-hmm. we have a live music scene. that's amazing. We have, I mean, you can go, to pretty much any bar and get some really awesome cover bands, you yeah. know. And, and I was like, "This is in Columbia." You're talking about? Yeah, in Columbia and Lexington, like the whole surrounding area. I went to Gilbert and saw good. Um, it was kind of funny because they're about my age, and I'm like, they were singing hair band. I'm like, well, they're the no hair band, but we'll take it. They're bald, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm getting there, <laughs> but Probably. I'm like. But and the hair band stuff and they're pretty awesome so yeah it was it was awesome but yeah you can get music here um the Coger center for the arts there's lots of arts museums there's stuff for the kids everywhere like adventure my yeah. kids um, loves eddie <laughs> and then the other museums that are around i mean basically when columbia hosts multiple parties we don't have the road structure to handle it all Right. Right. Um, That's great. Love Columbia. Um, I uh, so you mentioned something earlier about your um, drama teacher, the one that you stayed in touch with, said she gave you the confidence to put yourself out there, I think, or just to start. Could you also uh, leadership capabilities in me because she's like, oh, I can't really cast her or anything, <laughs> but she's really good at like leading people and people respect her. Mm-hmm. So she made me student director and student manager. I, d- I That's how I got introduced to doing sound. Actually, I used to run sound tech mm-hmm. and sound engineering mm-hmm. that way for productions. And um, I remember one time, one year, she was really, really, really sick and she couldn't make it to school. She couldn't make it to rehearsals, but she's all, I believe in you. You all can do this. And I was the student director at the time. Thank God it wasn't a musical. (laughs) But um, I just remember um, one time during rehearsal, they were just messing around. They were wasting everybody's time, mine too and everybody. And I finally said, okay, I'm going home. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm telling you, you're wasting my time. You're wasting your time. And I'm just going to tell Arm, that's what we call their arm. I was like, I'm just going to tell her we didn't have rehearsal because y'all messed around so much. They're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So we actually had rehearsal at that point, didn't have any problems at all. Cracking the whip. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how much she was respected too, because nobody wanted the wrath of Arm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had leadership capabilities. And so um, a lot, you know, like I've managed different productions. I've student managed, student directed, directed all kinds of different. I mean, anything that theater or film or anything needed, I'm like, I'll pick up trash. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you need to direct people. I'll do that to you. So. Absolutely. Do you think you ever would have started if she hadn't encouraged you? Or was it a well, big deal? Um, probably not to that. Well, so I was, we moved from a different state. We were in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're a military. So my dad was, you know, we moved around. 
Um, so what um, I remember just doing theater there and I did all right. It was OK, but I didn't really click with the drama teacher there. And I do remember one time, like, I can't believe you didn't cast me, <laughs> you know, talking to she's like, whatever, you know. So I didn't really click with her and just kept getting all these small roles. But um, but when I when we moved, it was the middle of the year. So the next year I was just I like introduced myself the end of the year so that I'd be ready for the next year. And then um, to her and then found some of the drama kids. And um, she was one of the ones that could pick out the talents mm -hmm. that a kid could have and put them in their places and where they were good at. She and not I tell everybody the best teacher is the one that studies their students. Mm -hmm. and, but she definitely did. And yeah, and if she hadn't given me those opportunities, I would have never even would have never even known and just thought it was just a class in high school. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. I uh yeah, teachers that can see um the 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 unique talents of each student, that's definitely that's an act of love, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah that, yeah yeah we were her kids <laughs> yeah that's a theory i'm working on with uh with love right now is uh if you love somebody you can see them like you you understand them like you see who they are and then you accept them anyway um deep down not just the you know the good parts of the person um and yeah good teachers do that they can see the potential in a, in a student they can see what they're good at and those words of encouragement mean a lot. Like your bosses, if they're like, oh, look at what you can do. Well, let's make sure you do that instead of this, you know, mm -hmm. and things like that. And then you end up like really shining and the co company ends up really doing well because yeah. you're in you're in where you're supposed to be. Right. So, yeah. And sometimes like knowing yourself is hard, like with your comedy, like you, you didn't know you had a knack for it until you stumbled into it. And, um, that's, uh, yeah, sometimes you need that encouragement. I swear. I'm like, I'm the most insecure, uh, stand up comic. I feel like ever, I feel like a lot of people are insecure, but, yeah. um, when I look straight at you, like entertain me now, you're like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But you have that self doubt creep in. I actually have a, anytime anybody says anything nice, about me i write it down and i keep it in a notebook to look at it for the times when i feel like i'm not like i'm a piece of shit right so, yeah and then hey this person at this time and this date said this yep. so not true exactly yep. Yep. yep i got the date stamp i got exactly what they said i got exactly why they thought it was and i was like no you're good this this negative like you just mm. you just had a bad tonight very important for sure yeah or the people that i just bombed in front of they're, they're idiots they just don't get it <laughs> right. not, <laughs> not me right joe blow a few years ago said i was <laughs> <laughs> i was set up <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. but that's why art is so fun i think because there's the good the bad and the ugly but yeah one of the things that um I think it was kind of funny when I was talking to the comic that was mentioning, you know, like I asked him like where to go. I'm like, um, and I was like, where's the best place to bomb at? Cause I knew I probably would, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're not afraid to bomb and then you're surprised you didn't actually bomb, yeah. <laughs> you know, then it's so much better. Yeah. Um, and, go, and I'm not saying that from an unhealthy point of view you know what i mean you just got to be like this is the reality i could definitely bomb but mm -hmm. it could go well too you know mm -hmm. but either way i'll be fine and just have that thick skin and realize yeah. either way, you're gonna be okay yeah i'm not gonna crawl in a dick in a grave and die because people didn't last that night <laughs> yeah know? yeah exactly i'm developing i'm that that's coming up here now that i'm in new york city it's uh that thick skin and not yeah. caring if you bomb or not is really critical because yes. I don't know. Um, in New York, there's uh, probably 20 open mics a day. Um, I, I, are you excited? A, what's that? Are you excited to be able to try all those out? Well, it's impossible to do all 20 because some of them are at the not same time. Right. But yeah. The most I've done in a day is four. Uh -huh. um, and that That's was, exactly. 
wow. <laughs> yeah. But they're not great. There's a lot of comics. It's tough to find ones with audience. And mm-hmm. the comics often don't give a crap. And it's more competitive here. So you kind of just have to go up there and, and be real tough and uh, try to be, I try to be as authentic as possible and, and actually deliver the jokes with, you know, like I'm saying it for the first time or like, I really care about right. it. And uh, you know, if they don't laugh, fuck them. Well, <laughs> yep. No, that's fine. Um, it's kind of funny. I'm in cells and I've literally been in cells since I was a girl scout. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so you have to have thick skin, but I always say if I can make them last laugh three times, they're mine. Like I already know I sold them. Yep. And, so that's my crowd work. <laughs> I have an yeah. audience of one customer, or sometimes they bring the whole family. <laughs> you yeah. know, I listen to this lady. <laughs> you know? yeah. but, um, so you treat sales calls like that. If you can get a customer to laugh three times. They're already mine. I already know they're going to buy something. Got them. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm in sales too. I should think about that. Yeah. Three laughs. Got them. Yep. That's it. Because you built a connection. You made him laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is funny. I'll have to tell you this. One little story from work. And then Please. I don't know how. But um, this guy was like cranky. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to help my mom. Because um, like she can't see. She can't hear. And she won't admit any of it. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to get her internet going for her. And she, you know we're just trying to get this all figured out. I'm like, okay. And then he starts and I'm like, Oh, I know how that is. I had family like that too. You know, like my grandma and he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, they would not admit <laughs> at all. And I was like, you got to learn sign language or something. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, with me some way, if you're not going to get a hearing aid, you know, and he's like, <laughs> So he goes, you know, it took forever to get us to get her glasses. I'm like, really? What happened? And he goes, she started trying to write with a pencil and she was wondering why it wasn't writing. And he's like, mom, it's because that's the eraser end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so she got glasses after that. You were selling the glasses? What? Were you selling the glasses? No, I have with internet. <laughs> we got on a tangent. <laughs> I sell internet. Oh, so. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I always get, in, like, I tell everybody, I'm like, you may think I'm here to sell internet, but I'm here to hear your stories. I want to hear yeah. all about you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then he talks about, and then he's like, you should have heard my grandpa or my uncle. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. One Christmas, we got, like, a, he got a really cool Christmas ornament mm-hmm. and some recorded like a really nice message on there and he was looking at it and somehow he pressed the record button and said where the hell <laughs> and it recorded it and so <laughs> anytime somebody anytime it moves or whatever or somebody moves past it all you hear is his uncle saying where the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm like oh really he's like yeah i'm like Oh man, that's classy. You gotta keep that. That I'm like, he's my Uncle Bob now. <laughs> <laughs> and so just little stories like that. I just love talking to my customers, especially turning them around from cranky and grumpy. And yeah. uh, and they're like, I'm not too happy today. I'm like, oh no, well, let's fix it, you know, yeah. and go from yeah. there. Tell me all about it. Tell me about right. your problems. I feel like a mom to the babies. <laughs> like, oh, you poor thing. Let's get a Band-Aid on your boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You always have a chance to do that with people you interact with. Uh, mm-hmm. You can put a smile on their face. Exactly. Uh, positivity is but not that hard. Anything else today, you're going to laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's contagious. I find that in New York now, too. Like, sorry, I keep talking about this because it's for, top of mind, but... When you and the subways, have you visited New York before? No, it's on my bucket list, and I have to see a Broadway play for sure. Yeah, yeah, you need to. It's um, this is uh, a Seinfeld apartment. Um, (laughs) I want to live in a fantasy world where Jerry Seinfeld. I'm living Jerry Seinfeld's life. That's what I want. Right. But in New York, people are very closed off. Like if you go to the on the subway, um, it's like Nobody. people are just 
head down. They got their bag. They're like disassociating even like they're like got their earphones in and they're like, you know, not generally really, making contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you almost have to be, I mean, it's overwhelming the amount of people here and um, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to connect with every single person. You can't do that. But I try to like have little interactions with people where I don't know, we'll laugh about something or just like, you know, make eye contact yeah. or, Especially, I'm single too, so I try to make eye contact with girls, see if I can, you know. Oh, for real, that's definitely better than those stupid dating apps. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the apps are hard, but also it's hard to not come across as like a total creeper, right? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Like, smile is all sparkly. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, drama, you love drama. What is your favorite, um, what's your favorite movie of all time? I don't know. I'm kind of weird. I I have like different ones that I like. So I actually, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back is Ooh. one of Yoda. He's like my favorite guy. Yoda. All, all his isms, all his Yoda-isms. <laughs> you have a favorite Yoda-ism that you remember? Um, yeah, and it's actually very prevalent and I'm probably getting it wrong because I haven't watched it in a while, but like, um, what was it? Always looking ahead, never where he is. Never his mind on where he was. Right. Like he's always he looking doing- the future instead of right now, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I do that all the time, <laughs> you know? Um, so that was, I love the training scenes where he's, you know, doing, he's got Yoda in his backpack, <laughs> mm-hmm. doing training scenes and stuff. And then another, a couple other ones that I really like, I love Bette Midler. So I love Beaches. That's amazing. Yes. You are the wind beneath my wings. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> um, I thought my sister was Barbara Hershey and I was Bette Midler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And um and then another one I like the Winona writer Little Women. Okay, classic. So they did a really good job with that. So yeah, I have like pretty eclectic ones, and none of them are comedies. Really, (laughs) there is a uh, Seinfeld episode that has Bette Midler in it and a reference to beaches. Ooh, yeah. Have you seen? that episode no. or no okay i'm showing my true colors i haven't really seen a lot of seinfeld so, so the premise <laughs> of the show is jerry's dating a girl they're watching the movie beaches and she starts crying and he has to comfort her and he's like should i continue dating this girl she's crying during beaches it's like it's not like somebody died it's beaches for goodness. oh no and then they meet bat midler She's playing on this competitive softball team um, for a musical. They're playing in New York. And uh, George rushes the plate and runs over Bette Midler and injures her. So then the whole city hates George and Jerry because they they, uh, sidelined Bette Midler for the big show. (laughs) But anyway, I don't know if that makes you want to watch it or not. Maybe not. I don't know. I need to, you know, it's kind of funny when I was first here in South Carolina, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, I couldn't afford cable. And all I saw from my little apartment was snow. (laughs) And I'm like, an antenna wouldn't work. Nothing would work. And I'm like, man. And like, I was at the age where everybody was watching Friends and we were the same age as Friends or a little bit younger, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't even watch it. <laughs> so some of the some of those like friends and Seinfeld and all that I didn't wasn't able to catch. Right. And also, as I've been active in theater, I was in debate too in high school and all kinds of things. I just carried that on to my adulthood where I was still doing stuff after work. Like work was like school, and then right. my other my extracurricular activities. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I've usually, I have had a business since I was 20 of some sort or another. It's not the same one, but you know, different businesses. 
um, and everything. So a lot of us creators, if we've been doing it our whole life, we haven't really watched as much. We're not as consumers. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm really stupid because I was like creating stuff. <laughs> no, that's that's a great reason to not uh, have shows memorized. It's a really yeah. good point too because all of my memory of you know Seinfeld and all the shows I watched it came before I started making my own stuff. Like yeah. within the last three years of doing stand-up, like I haven't had time to devote to shows. Like it's very rare that I'll have a show that I'll set aside the time to commit to um because you just don't have the time um mm -hmm. there's not enough time in the day if you have like a normal day job and um and you're doing stand-up after right? and after yeah exactly you're like yeah. i don't have time <laughs> so, yeah. but if you can make the time seinfeld yeah, yeah ex uh, exactly yeah i did watch a couple of them and i'm like ah oh, that's amazing mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. I just look at their hair. I'm like, what? What did we do back then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. got hair goes up really high. Like hair. <laughs> I'm like, oh my. <laughs> a wall of hair, face like a frying pan. Exactly. Um, so okay, some good, some good movie picks. Um, so, do you have a favorite uh, theatrical production or any Broadway shows or things that you've seen? I haven't seen a Broadway show. You haven't? No. Not anywhere. Except for on, you know, like DVD. Or, you know? Um, I really want to see Phantom of the Opera. For real. Like, they're, like on Broadway. Yes. And then any Christmas one would be fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> any Christmas Broadway show. Yeah. Does uh, uh, does Columbia have a performing arts center where Broadway shows come and tour? I would assume they do. Yeah. Um, and I have seen some of the ballet, but I haven't really seen any of the theater ones. Okay. Um, like I said, even with that, we've been so busy. those. <laughs> but I do try to make, like I said, time at Christmas time to mm -hmm. see. That's my birthday month, too. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is my birthday present to me. But then I'm always sitting in the audience like, why didn't you participate in this show? Like, you could have run the sound or something. You don't have to be an actress. And I'm right. like, just relax and enjoy it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. As an actress, it may be hard to sit and just take it in. Yeah. Just enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. So. I feel that way about stand-up. I have a hard time just watching a comic and just enjoying it. I'm like, oh, I'm like noticing all the technical things they're doing and like, what would I have done different <laughs> or yeah um some of the live concerts like with the music I'm like I wonder if they need a sound person <laughs> yeah. like, stay on there do the mixing and all that oh this is kind of funny you can't talk about comedy without the hot comedian that's new right now you know who he is right Matt Rife Matt Rife <laughs> I hate Matt Rife See, <laughs> I but he so I don't know how much you've watched, but he was like saying, and he wasn't kidding actually either. He's like, you know, this is a liability. Being good looking is not, not good for comedy. Um, and he's like, I don't even identify this way because I was ugly until like twenty two. Like I don't even know how to act. I agree. Yeah. I think Matt Reif is hideous. I think he is disgusting. Yeah. I don't know what people see in him. His teeth are messed up. Yeah, they were. Oh my! I, I had a gap in my teeth too. I got braces. No, your teeth are beautiful, Matt Reif. Sorry. How they are? <laughs> you know, really. Oh my god. They're. I agree with Matt Reif that he is not attractive. I completely agree. <laughs> That's the first thing I've agreed with. Well, he um, but. So he's actually smart and funny, especially since not having a college degree or anything. Oh. He's literally been doing comedy since he was like 13. And that's all he's done. So he's I mean, stupid and ugly. That's what I got from it. So yeah. he should not be what a comedian would get. <laughs> Fucking mad. But yeah, I've been kind of studying him and then um and then he's been on some podcasts with some females. Mm -hmm. Female, 
So I was like, oh, I need to study the females because <laughs> I don't know about any of this. Because I, like I said, I've never done stand up. I've always done theater. Right. And so I'm like, I'm kind of like one of those ones that would just kind of tell all these stories and hope people laugh. I'm like, it works one on one. What about a whole audience? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. But, I think there's a oh, little difference. I've got one for you that my kids like. Okay. All right. What happens when a mom tells a dad joke? I don't know. Everyone laughs. <laughs> it may be by force or it might be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's funny or people respect her. Right. Exactly. Either they're going to die or she really is funny. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. I like it. I like yeah. it. Did you make that up? Yep. Oh, nice. Oh, what's worse than mansplaining? Um, nothing. Momsplaining. Momsplaining. Because, oh. you know, like if you're trying to bake a brownies or something, she's going to tell you all the family horror stories and when somebody baked a brownie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or she'll tell you all the family horror stories, which is also not good. Like, right. I'm like just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> horror stories. Yes. Yeah. You'll get you won't just get the simple, okay, do this and this and this. There's like a whole book. Whole thing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, I just need to know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't need to I, I don't need to know anybody's life story right um okay well we usually go about an hour yeah okay very cool um but uh but yeah this was so fun um what can you um uh shout out your social media and anything that you want people to know about in addition to the um laugh supper and anything mm -hmm. else Okay, well, um, my socials are pretty much all the same. It's Famously Robin, and Robin is spelled with a Y. Mm -hmm. um, but if you also see Rhonda Page, that's because Famously Robin is my stage name, but my okay. legal name Page. <laughs> so you'll see those interchangeably. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Business, um, TikTok, YouTube, and they're all the same. They're all the same handle. Easy okay. to find. Awesome. So, and and what is the date of the laugh supper? Uh, it's, it's Saturday. Starts at seven. Come hungry and be ready to laugh for sure. Saturday, August fifth. August fifth. Okay, I'm gonna have to get this episode. Number five. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up quick. Okay. Yeah, I might bump this up to next this Monday so that it can be out uh, in time for that. But, okay. But yeah. All right. Thank you well, for having me. Yeah, it was so nice talking to you. I will uh, tell Corey that uh, we had a good time, and um, I'll. Uh, yeah, do, you, do, you know the, do you know the other guy, <laughs> Biggs? Yeah, I think he did a podcast last week, so I don't know if he was prepared to do it today. So yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You filled in amazingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fit in his shoes but you know glad to try <laughs> so. yeah yeah all right sounds great well thanks so much robin and um definitely check robin out if you have it and uh have a great day all right bye thank you ain't got no more but